You've heard of the movie Con Air with Nicolas Cage. Well, what about Content? Also with Nicolas Cage. The year was 1969. Man finally landed on the moon after almost two decades of trying. You ask me about that today? Why did we settle for the moon? Why didn't we go further? So we're very excited uh, for our next guest, obviously, returning to the show. Uh, Duke Sellington is uh, is on the line, and we're, we're happy to check in right now. Uh, Duke, how are you doing? Good, good. How are you guys? Thanks for having me. Uh, we're so happy to have you back in the, not in the briefing bunker, obviously. Uh, I've been holed down here for now 17 days uh, prior to, obviously, the first case, but uh, I'm doing okay. Uh, Keith, how are you doing right now? Oh, uh, you know, not bad. Still, uh, still out here in the in the rainforest, just trying to make do. Um, but um, somehow I have a pretty decent Wi-Fi connection, so glad I'm able to talk to you um, and really, you know, um, help some people out and provide some insight and some uh, some guidance to people in these trying times. Yeah, yeah. Duke, uh, where where are you right now? I'm actually in an airport terminal. Um, I've been here. Uh, yeah, I've lost count. Actually, I think it's a week or more. I, as you guys know, I'm often flying between, uh, you know, different, different places. And, um, I basically, uh, was in between flights on a layover and, uh, they just shut down, uh, my flight. They canceled my flight. Um, I actually travel often enough that I have it sort of an alternative housing arrangement. Okay. Um, right. Where, I don't actually have what I, what most people consider like a home base. Right. Like I'm actually traveling almost every night, basically every single night I'm on a plane. So when they kind of announced that they were canceling travel, that left me in this weird situation where I don't actually have anywhere to go. Right. Um, so I'm kind of just at the airport, just waiting for flights to recommence. Cause I mean, I just, go from place to place and without that I'm I have not I don't have a place so, really that's mine so you're like you're like Tom Hanks in the movie The Terminal right now mm-hmm. well yeah I mean sort of but this one is more like my choice like I can leave if I want I just don't have anywhere to go right is what I'm saying like I've, I'm still you know a citizen of Canada but I it's like where where would I I just don't really you know what I mean it's like where yeah, would yeah. I go if I left the airport I don't know you have a very different problem than most, where people are trying to return home. You're trying to kind of find a home. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, that's that's my unique sort of situation. So it's been a, it's been different for everybody. I think is what we're learning. Yeah. No, absolutely. That does sound different than most. Um, we are uh, obviously super happy to have you on, and hope you're staying safe. Um, you know, Keith and I have kind of been. Uh, talking to a few of our guests, uh, previous guests, just checking in, uh, seeing how they're kind of dealing with this pandemic and like 
uh, just kind of seeing how they're handling it and if there's any opportunities that they're seeing. We're just wondering, is there is there anything you're you're seeing in the market right now? Is there anything you're looking to leverage? Any opportunities that you see from your stance and how how you might operate in these in these times? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, you always have to look at every challenge as an opportunity when you have, you know, a challenge as big as this one. It's mm-hmm. to me an opportunity. You know, that's what I see as a big opportunity. So, you know, for, you know, just by example, I mean, one of the things I'm constantly asking my team is, you know, like, where is everybody? Where did everybody go? Right. So I'm, I mean, you can ask them, but I'm, I'm saying that constantly. It's like, right. Where are the people? Right. Where do they go? And so right now, actually, it's, that's not so hard to, to answer. We know where they are. They're at home. Right. So that's, right. you know, for once, we have kind of a solid answer on that. It's like, where did everybody go? They went home. They're, that's where they are. That, that, yeah. so, that one variable is now taken care of. It's, it's, a, it's exactly. a constant now. Exactly. So you know exactly where they are, and that's a huge, I think, an opportunity, right? It's, we're always trying to get to where people are. Now we know where they are. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how are we going to how are we going to? leverage that so you know we're trying to think outside the box here um you know one thing we've been working on is um you know like uh people that wash windows like we're actually equipping them with like sandwich boards almost so that they can lower themselves to people's windows when like outside their apartments sure and they can kind of say like you know i mean buy toilet paper or you know like be sure mm-hmm. to stock up on Lysol wipes, you know, because those are the, obviously the hot products right now. That's what everybody's getting into. So right. we're trying, we're pushing, 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 pushing on toilet paper essentials yeah. like that. We're right. saying, you know, if you can go to your local store, take everything off the shelf, put it in your basket, check out with that. I mean, really we need to sort of cater to that hoarding mentality. Right. Um, so that's, so that's sort of uh, one opportunity we're, we're finding. That's great. It's kind of uh, it's similar to when we talked about snowstorms. We want to fan the flames of this panic. We want to kind of get mm. into that id of most people and really get to uh, that core core urgency that people are feeling. That's what you're trying to tap into, and that's what uh, some other people are trying to tap into. That's that's exactly right. You know, I mean, you know, this is basically the the Super Bowl of viruses, right? Yeah, no, you you nailed that on the head. This is a, a, a basically, and I don't want to make light of it, but a playground for the top people to really flex a, their creative muscles and flex their marketing. A, a plague ground. A plague ground. Playground. Right. Yes. Um, and this is when you see that, the you know, the we separate the, the chaff from the milk or whatever that saying is, you know, we're finding who the best people are. And it's pretty clear who's going to succeed and who's going to fail in this, you know, new coronavirus economy that we've created. And I intend to be one of the winners. Yeah, I always intend to be one of the winners, um, especially when I worked for winners. If, if you don't wake up every morning and you're not looking in the mirror and telling yourself that you intend to be a winner, then, you know, there's no hope. So make sure you do I say that every day. Yeah. All I do is win, win, no matter what. Um, I think you touched on a great thing. I just want to dive a little bit deeper into the mechanisms to which you equip these uh, people kind of dangling from roofs 
wearing sandwich boards. Um, what does that process look like in terms of how, how are they feeling about it? They obviously are happy to have work and they're happy to be out there uh, sharing their messages. What, what, what's their mentality like? Uh, you know, I think that people are happy, obviously, for, you know, something to do with their time and, and their energy. Um, you know, one thing that's obviously pretty in vogue right now is social distancing. And, you know, what we find is when you throw people onto, you know, basically halfway up a building, their distance from other people increases very yep. rapidly. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's kind of right in that in that niche where we need people to be far away from each other or ideally on the other side of like a plate glass window from anybody that they might infect. So we're actually, because these people are so like isolated in the job, what we're actually doing is we're taking some patients, only patients that aren't suffering, you know, like seriously, but right. people with mild symptoms, they're, they're struggling to find work, obviously they're sick um, yeah. and people don't wanna hire them but they need you know, income and jobs too. So we're hiring these patients and we're kind of just strapping them up. They may not have a lot of experience climbing or with the equipment and we're kind of just lowering them. We kind of just lower them into place and we'll sort of have them dangle there for you know, upwards of five to six hours uh, just to ensure we're getting as many impressions as possible in every apartment. And then we'll just sort of ratchet them up. You can imagine right. like sort of ratcheting the rope up to the next level up and leave them there again. And, uh, and we're having a lot of success with this. That's great. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a smart idea. And to be clear, they're not doing anything else. They're not washing windows. They're no. just dangling. Yes. No, yeah. The, well, especially for the sort of like new hires we're bringing on, yeah. they're right now just total sandwich board uh, human advertisements just right now. I love that. And you're, and you're spending about per unit five to six hours. So you're really making sure you those two to three people that are in a unit are seeing that pretty much the whole time. Yeah. yeah. It makes it hard One to do anything else, but watch them basically. A little bit. Yeah. It's certainly, um, you know, we love a captive audience and that's what we're creating. What we are finding yeah. is people are putting their blinds down. Oh, uh, right. So it's like, ad so block, what we'll do, you know, it's like, it's exactly, it's like, it's like a modern day ad block. It's like a ad block for the 21st century, essentially. And what we're doing is what we'll actually do is we'll kind of, we'll just sort of swing the rope. So we'll have them kind of swing out and bang on the window. Mm -hmm. And that creates a certain amount of concern on the inside, like for the people in the apartments. Yeah. And so they'll often then they'll open their blinds up to make sure that this person who often doesn't look very like well, <laughs> right. They're making sure that they're okay. And that'll be, that's an extra impression. So we employ that every few hours just to sort of make sure that we're hitting our targets. Um, and our clients are loving it. What can I say? I mean, Lysol's having great quarter. Gangbusters. Huge quarter. Yeah. That's great. Well, I, I love to hear that. That's, that's great. And that's a great, um, great little uh, insight to how you can leverage an opportunity like this. That's for sure. Great. Well, um, Maybe we take this opportunity uh, since that is, that's such a great point and that was such a great example about how to leverage uh, this opportunity, as you described it, a, a real chance to, to get yourself out there. Maybe we do a little uh, SWAT for the pandemic. COVID-19 SWAT.
right. So, you know, the sound you've heard that before. Uh, it's time to swap COVID-19. Obviously we will start with strengths. To be clear, are we talking about strengths from a business and opportunity perspective or is that, or I guess the opportunities within the SWAT itself? Yeah, I mean, uh, we're, we're swatting uh, the, virus the idea of it. The virus, like, uh, the, uh, I guess you're right. That brings up a good point. We're, we're swatting what COVID-19 means to you. Uh, How about that? Yeah. <laughs> that makes total sense. I don't want to say the virus itself has strength. but <laughs> yeah, uh, That's my concern. <laughs> right. No, I by no means are we saying that. We do not endorse this. Uh, we are definitely anti-COVID-19, and I'm happy to say that. Okay. But it does, you know, present itself with certain business opportunities, maybe challenges, and I think it makes sense. All businesses should be looking yeah. at this and should be swatting it. So, okay, so with that, with that in mind, here's one in terms of strengths. Um, it's exotic. It's mysterious. This... Companies are always trying to, to to tap into you know that that brand equity being being a little aloof, a little um, exclusive, hard to get. You know the, your Gucci's, right. your your Grey Goose, your Lamborghini, and like you yeah. know it's it's from another country. You don't really fully understand yeah. it. It's um, uh, and so I think COVID nineteen's kind of got that going for it right now. This is just a lot of misinformation, a lot of mystery surrounding it. Uh, totally. So I'm not saying I, that I, I'm not saying that's a good thing for the virus. I'm saying companies can maybe right. learn from that and, can and tap can they can tap into that. Yeah. And and just to clear something up, uh, you know the Gucci. It's you said it might be hard to get. This does seem like it's quite easy to <laughs> get and to be infected. That is so. the issue: is that it is too yeah. accessible. Exactly. But the mysteriousness is definitely something we can tap into. It's what is it? We can't see it, yeah. but it's definitely there. You know, that's intriguing. Mm-hmm. So we should, that is a strength for sure. Moving on, weaknesses. <laughs> weaknesses, yeah. I'm all yeah. over this one. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I would say uh, clearly um just how terrible it makes people feel mm. like yeah. physically is a huge weakness yes you know i think i'm all for it thinking outside the box but anytime you're making people feel physically very unwell to the point of hospitalization that's a bad thing right it, to the point of hospitalization and to the point where they cannot buy what i'm selling them mm. I mean, that's, I think, the unspoken and now spoken element that, you know, the real reason why we all hate this virus as much as we do. Is it's affecting. It's getting in our way, right? It's it's, affecting our bottom line. And and that's the truth. It's hurting. It's hurting our wallet. Let's be real. Hitting us right where it hurts, right, guys? Yeah. Yeah. It's a a pocketbook. Just rifling through this, moving to opportunities. Hey, we said it a couple times, captive audience. I mean, extremely captive audience. This is what people dream about. Yes, this is 
a marketer's dream. You have this audience that cannot leave and we need to be hitting them up at every second of the day. There's the, I saw, sorry. Yeah. Uh, sorry. You know, there's a whole in terms of media. There's out of home, right? Out of home. Uh, that means billboards, um, bus stops, et cetera, et cetera. We need to get in home. The in home yeah. media is the, 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 the final frontier. That's the cutting edge, especially with this right. captive audience. Everyone's in their home. Yeah. So how do we get billboards into their homes? Well, I think uh, yeah, Duke kind of... No, I've, I, I think <laughs> Duke mentioned it previously where, uh, you know, we're bringing out of home into the home now. We're bringing it just outside their window. And um, that is a huge opportunity to literally dangle humans and out of home content banging into their homes just so they open it up and say, are you, is everything okay? And then they say, boom, buy this, buy Lysol, buy toilet paper. Sorry, you were saying, what, what have you seen lately? No, I was just saying, I, I, I actually saw some numbers uh, that were showing that uh, content intake is way up. Right. People really? have nothing but time, and they are consuming content at a almost alarming rate at this point. Right. And, you know, when I hear that, all I think is opportunity. Right. So even if we know that people aren't going out and buying as much today or tomorrow, you know, when this thing's over, there's going to be all this pent up consumer behavior mm -hmm. that ideally will have influenced. And they're going to be so jacked full of this content. We just like pump it into them right now. It's like foie grawing this content. Yes. Just force feeding Just this content. Force feeding this content into them. And they're doing it willingly. And I think that that's going to cause this huge explosion once people are allowed out of their homes again mm -hmm. uh, to the marketplace. And that's where, you know, it's all going to come to fruition. So don't, my advice would be, you know, do not stop, make more content. That's what we need right now is more content to, yeah. to, to deliver on this, this content intake that we're, that we're seeing. Lean into it, steer into the swerve, pull full gas down, content, always. It's kind of a strategy I admire and honestly should. I feel like regardless of pandemic or not, it's kind of how I approach content. It should be always, always, always on. It should be max volume. It should be alarming, like you said. It should be disorienting to people. It should be constant. But that that yeah. that brings up a point. I I've been we've kind of been dancing around it. I want to bring it up. You know, you should put out content by all means. Put out more content. But the one thing I want to mention is, you know, everyone's in home. Uh, you know, quarantine. They're in home. There's a lot of free time on their hands. Um, and so what I've been seeing is a lot of people are putting out podcasts. And I just want to say that you shouldn't do that, okay? Not just anyone can just grab a microphone and right. uh, call their friends and just start like putting out podcasts like it's nothing, right? This, this takes work, okay? There's a lot of prep that goes into all these episodes. And I just wanna say, but you can put out the podcast, but just realize there's a ton of prep work and yep. uh, research that goes into any podcast, or at least all the good ones. And this is, it's, it's the same yeah. thing with us. I mean, there's a ton of research that we do prior to uh, 
recording any of these episodes. Not not even research, but also being 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 an expert. Also, not everyone is an expert, and you can't. Not everyone can just hop on a mic. You know, it's like you can't just you can't just go in without a plan and just start talking and hope that something comes out. You know what I mean? That's not something. It's definitely not something we do, and it's not no. something I recommend anybody do. So, no, that's a great point. Uh, yeah, it's just a little PSA. Podcasts if, if people uh, need to hear it and uh, if it's of value, which obviously ours, uh, ours is. I mean, come on. No. Uh, any other opportunities? Any Anything you're seeing? I know we've mentioned... This is a question, actually. We've we've talked about uh, sponsoring storms before, hurricanes. Do we see any opportunities here for a sponsorship or partnership, or is this too hot to touch? I think I I would say that it seemed like a really some some really smart marketer got it on the ground floor, basically with coronavirus, mm. and I kind of struggle to imagine how anybody's going to do better than they're doing with, you know, the whole issue. I mean, they put their name on it right off the stop. And I think it's actually a good, it's a good, it's a good lesson for us to learn that, you know, as marketers, we have to take risks and we have to invest early into things that, you know, if we have, if we have a feeling something's going to be huge, you know, we have to, we have to be shepherding our brands to be investing in that early. And I think you see that it's paying off. I mean, there's nobody that hasn't heard of coronavirus at this point, right? That's so that's true. a huge win for them. Huge brand awareness. Um, yeah, yeah, I think they have lost like over $100 million in the past few months. But I think it'll ultimately pay off with the brand recognition and, and un- unaided recall that you know that they're seeing. Yeah. yeah, we want to be top of mind. We also want to be bottom of mind. So this is a perfect play. And, and you know, we've talked about this before as well. You know, companies, the best companies... Right now, the best startups lose money, and that's the goal, to lose as much money, mm-hmm. burn as much capital, go through it all, but grow. And they are growing their awareness right now. So huge play by Corona. we got to give them the applause right now. Um, I, I do have another opportunity. It's a quasi-pitch, but I'll make it quick. Um, so I don't know if you've been seeing, but puzzles are in now. They're back in. Everyone's, you know, at home. There's a lot of puzzling happening. My pitch is, um, as a brand, you would send custom-made puzzles to your consumers, right? And you shoot out puzzles. They show up on your doorstep. And on the front of the puzzle box is the, the, the picture. But really, it's a, it's a banner ad. It's a, it's, it's a full-on website banner ad with Love that. a 30% discount. Uh, on our product, um, whatever the, right? But here's the catch. On the front of the box, the code, that's 20% discount code on the product, on the front of the box, it's blacked out. You can't see it. What you have to do is you have to solve the puzzle. You have to finish the puzzle, and then the code is revealed. Then people are using that code. Hey, I got a free puzzle out of this. Of course I'm going to go buy out and buy... um, uh, you know, uh, pre- yeah. premium plus crackers, whatever it is. Um, right. And um, this way you're, you're really building that awareness and you're also showing you care. But hey, here's a puzzle. Keep yourself entertained. And while you're at it, 
here's 30% off. Two thoughts on this right off the bat. Love this idea. Home run, slam dunk, easy. Um, I think you mentioned website banner ad. I think we keep the CTA click here on almost all of them, just <laughs> as a nod to, our, to the digital content. Yeah, to our roots. Right. Yeah. Second opportunity I see within this opportunity, we named the code CODEVID19. Each code, no matter what, is going to end up being CODEVID19. And I think okay. that's a little a little tip cap, a little nod of the head to, oh, we know what's happening right now, but here's 30% off. Code Use CODEVID19-30. And that's beautiful. Yeah. That's great. It's those little touches that make people feel like this brand understands where I'm at. They understand what's happening in my life. Yeah. Totally. It's those little signals, you know, like little just, as Gestures. you say, a little tip of the cap to just yep. what's happening in, in your life, yeah. you know, people right. love that. Oh, I I also know what's going on. It's, you know? it's, it's very important yeah. as a brand that you shoot out emails to all of your, your entire um, email database and you let them know that even though um, you're a jeans company and, and maybe you bought a pair of jeans uh, two, three years ago and you just forgot to unsubscribe that you are doing something about. You are, you're, yes. you're shutting down your stores. It's important this that your consumer knows that. This is a very great opportunity to reach out to your, to whoever's email address you have. Make sure Everyone you're hitting your them database. up no matter who you are. Yeah. If you're... <laughs> If you're a guitar pick company, you got to be reaching out. You got to be saying, listen, you're jamming. Here's how we're handling it. <laughs> we're taking every precaution. And then boilerplate whatever everyone else is saying, but you got to put the spin on it. Here's how what we're doing to minimize mm-hmm. any effects. It's important that the people know. So, Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's great. I think we've summed up opportunities nicely. Uh, let's move on to threats here. What are some threats? Of this, uh, of this virus to business. Yeah, yeah, I've got one, and uh, Duke kind of touched on it earlier. Um, the the appetite for content right now is through the roof, yeah. and everyone's pushing it out like crazy to the point where my concern is that we're going to be dealing with a content bubble, right? Where it's just we're we're churning it out, we're pushing it out, we're pushing it out to the point where we just hit this tipping point and the content market just crashes. Um, that's a threat that I'm, I'm seeing on the horizon. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it's just something maybe you want to keep in mind. Yeah, that's really interesting. See, what I would, I would sort of counter that with, if there's going to be a content bubble, then what you need to be prepared for is that content crash. Mm-hmm. So I would say up your content production now, and then when the bubble bursts, Double that, right? <laughs> Double down. Yeah. Exactly. And just make sure that then you're producing twice as much content, filling that content vacuum that's created after the bursting of the bubble. Mm-hmm. I think that's how it works. But yeah, in any case, I would definitely recommend more content regardless of the situation of the bubble or the bursting or the crash. I mean, that's usually my advice in any situation. The more content, the better. Yeah. So. Exactly. I, yeah, but certainly something to be aware of. I mean, uh, no, I think that's a great uh, a great strategy. The way I'm picturing it, just to use an analogy, is if you have a sink with two handles, right now, 
you're turning them both to max mm-hmm. so that you have maximum content coming out. But then when the crash comes, you walk in with a power washer and just start fucking spraying it <laughs> on top of that. So there's not a fucking chance no one's not getting sprayed by the content. I think that- I mean that's that's the way to go. I think that would be yeah, my suggestion. Yeah. <laughs> Great. So we we've successfully countered kind of one of the threats. Uh, another threat. Um, I mean, we we've said snakes and other animals before. I I think now that people are social distancing, as soon as one one animal takes a peek outside and says what nobody around and then they kind of just Mm. you're going to see an increase in like uh territorial animals rogue dogs crazy birds just doing their thing and uh, we just need to be uh, at a risk to our personal health when we once we break isolation yeah i've actually been very that's funny that you bring that up i've been really nervous about a sort of situation where nature is going to start reclaiming parts of major metropolitan areas yeah Um, even obviously you talk about animals i even think of like trees or grass or um you know plant life sort of encroaching on what is rightly sort of uh human area so any concrete structures or buildings or roads those are things that i worry are going to start you know being overrun by like a vine say you know or any of any of these sort of organic materials so that scares me that that's going to be that we're going to be kind of that's going to be out of control if we're not out there to kind of push push nature away from us once again in short order no that's a good point if we can't keep nature in check it it will run amok and start to overtake a lot of what you described as is and rightfully so as as rightfully ours and like our space is gonna is gonna is gonna blossom and grow, and uh, that is something to to be considered of and a, a real threat to our uh, our way of life. I think so. Yeah. Well, uh, I think that does it for threats. Uh, thanks for joining us. That was uh, a SWAT of COVID nineteen. Well, that was great, and uh, I think uh, one thing we could do right now and that I think our audience, our target audience would really appreciate is if uh, we shared uh, kind of our collective list, uh, our top five list of of ways we're staying um, mentally sharp, ways to really, some exercises we're doing or some activities we're taking part in just to to stay engaged and to stay uh uh, just in the game basically and be prepared for uh, when we get out of isolation. Um, so if we just want to quickly go through our list, I can start us off. Um, the first thing I kind of do every day is uh, I, I plan uh, 20 minutes to sit and kind of stare at uh, at a wall. And it's, it's not so much meditation. I definitely don't want to confuse the two. I'm not really practicing uh i don't have a mantra but i just kind of sit and just be like man what should i do like is there and i I just kind of think about things to do and i plan i do that a few times a day actually not just once but i set aside some time just to kind of to to sit so we can call this one the sit method uh but i i found 
maybe it doesn't necessarily keep me mentally sharp, but it is uh, interesting to do. It's an interesting thought experiment just to kind of sit and to have thoughts. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Are either of That's you guys yeah. are either of you guys employing the sitting method right now or uh, ever? Uh, I've been doing a, a a variation on that. It's called the lie down one, but yeah, it's oh, a similar thing. True. But every, yeah, I'll every morning I'll I'll just lie there and I'll go. You know, what am I going to do today? And this is it's the 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 concept behind it is still exactly the same. So it's pretty similar, yeah, but just slightly different ways of getting there. But uh, I appreciate that. Um, I kind of actually combine the two, so. As I mentioned, I'm stuck in an airport uh, lounge, yeah. um, sort of indefinitely, and they have like bars between all the seats, um, and the security doesn't like it when I lay on the floor. So right. I actually sleep sitting up now, um, sort of in a just you can imagine like in a in a waiting room chair, but I have to sleep that way, um, and so for the you know the sort of like two to three hours it takes me to fall asleep. I generally just sort of sit there staring forward. Um, and I do, I, you know, I do some of my best thinking that way, I find. And yeah. then another place I really like to think is also, I'll take showers in the sink in the bathroom and just kind of paw water on myself um, to just freshen up because I can't, you know, as, you, as I'm in an airport. So that's yeah. also a really nice time. I'll sort of think about ideas as I kind of, you know, like wash my pits and stuff and yeah. get sort of undressed at the sink. Um, yeah. Yeah. Side question. How is your life at the airport doing? Like, do you have security issues? Are people chasing you? Are you moving from space to space to try and stay undetected? Have you had any run-ins? What, what's it like uh, at the airport right now? Yeah. Well, um, I've developed some relationships with some of the people that work here. Um, I, they're not necessarily all positive relationships there's definitely some tension when it comes to like my being here um but i mean for the most part people are uh i mean new travelers that are on their way to somewhere are like generally friendly because they think i'm also like you know just a normal passenger but then the i think you know this the cleaning staff and the security staff kind of aren't big fans of what i'm of what i'm up to Right. Um, well, they just don't get it. They don't really understand. Um, but, you know, I do find that, like, if I'm, you know, sometimes I'm sort of overcome with emotion at the whole experience of it, not having a place to go. And I find that they're actually pretty respectful. If I'm, you know, having a moment, um, they don't necessarily want to come up to me and talk to me. So I find that that's, I kind of appreciate that. And I feel there's a, a certain level of begrudging respect that we've developed for one another, even though they sort of chase me from lounge to lounge, gate to gate, you know, throughout the day, I kind of turn that into a game. And so, I mean, things you can do to kind of, you know, make the experience better for yourself. It's like a, it's, it's a catch me if you can situations is what it sounds like. It, it Yeah. Exactly. Another Tom Hanks film that, I think relates strongly to the way that I've been living my life the last few weeks. Um, taking a lot of inspiration from him, actually. Obviously, you must. Um, that's great. Well, we're glad you're staying safe. Um, do, does anyone have uh, our, our number two uh, ways of staying, uh, staying alert, staying focused? So 
Well, one thing that I've been doing just with some of my time is, I mean, you guys have probably heard me say this before, but I really consider myself a student of history, right? Right. Um, and But more specifically, I consider myself a student of Gary V's posting history. So <laughs> yeah. I've been doing a deep dive on pretty much every piece of content that Gary V has ever produced. And I'm doing, I'm actually creating sort of a catalog for myself where I uh, tag all the different pieces. So I've gone back all the way to the beginning of his sort of social media presence and I'm now tagging all of his posts, organizing them so that I can sort of reference them at, at a glance um, and sort of working on, you know, uh, like almost a, an almanac or, or a, or a anthology of Gary V's sort of collected wisdom. Um, and that's been really fruitful and just obviously extremely, uh, you know, instructive and done a lot of learning. Well, that's great. No, that's a great love, tip, yeah, especially I mean, for our, our listeners, you know. It, we're always looking to spread the gospel, Gary Vee, and, and, and just making it yeah. more accessible to everyone is just is, is something to be applauded, I think. So I, lo- I love that tip. Uh, um, I've got a, a suggestion. Um, obviously, I can't really do it right now because I'm, you know, out in, in the rainforest. But if I was sequestered at home in an apartment building, let's say, this is a prime opportunity to really hone your skills and work on your elevator pitches. Um, mm-hmm. So I know you're not going to run into that many people in the elevator, but I, what I'm suggesting you do is you go, uh, you wake up at a, at a early in the morning and you just post up in the elevator and then there's still people going in and out, you know, they need to get groceries and whatnot. But uh, when they're in there, you really work on your elevator pitches, your 30 second pitches, um, whatever product or service or idea you've got, you, you pitch that to them. And um, what makes this opportunity so good to really hone those skills is you're necessarily gonna run into a very apprehensive audience. And they're gonna go, please get away from me. Um, why are you talking to my face right now? You know, like respect the distance and all that. So it, it's really gonna, if you can pitch through to any of these people, then um, you know once 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 we revert back to like a normal state of business, you're gonna be an all star. You're gonna be prepared for anything. So I really think that honing those skills is something that you should be taking advantage now under these circumstances. Yeah, and it comes back to kind of your door to door strategy that we talked about a couple episodes uh, back. It's just you want to get into people's faces and you want right. to be shouting at them as much as possible and just just really just honing that skill as you mentioned. So that um, no, that's a great 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 tip. Mine uh, my number four uh, way of kind of staying grounded is a little more. Um, it's a little more for your health and not necessarily for gains in the marketplace, but you know, you need to feel connected and you need to feel loved. So, um, this number four tip is hug a loved one, you know, especially if they're older or you haven't seen them in a while, you know, make the trip to see your grandma, make the the trip to see your grandpa and, you know, give them a hug, ask them how they're doing, connect with them, hold their hands. Cause this is tough tough time so really that physical connection and just letting them know you're there and you're there to to hold them through this i think is a very very uh important thing to do in this in this day and age in this trying time so uh, i'd recommend everyone go out there go hug hug your family go touch your family and just uh, really feel the connection that's a great one 
Who's got our last one? Who's got our, our number five? Who's got uh, our, our last way of just staying on top of, of, on top of things? You know, I think in these trying times, it's, a lot of it is about um, positive vibes and um, self-improvement, um, um, mental health, self-improvement, really working on yourself. Um, and so I think um, you really need to be on your Instagram and telling everyone um, ideas you can do, you know? Um, yeah just to enjoy the little things and try different things, bake bread, um, yeah. um, uh, do puzzles, uh, uh, you know, other ideas like that, um, do macrame. I don't yeah. even know what macrame I, is, but that these are things that- But do it. Yeah, no, I'm not saying do it, I'm saying push doing it onto other people. Exactly. And I think, I think you, you kind of touched on something there too. You don't necessarily need to have the content, but you can reshare it too. So if yeah. someone has this great post, you can just go this with two like fingers pointing down at your post. Right. This is what we need right now. I think yeah. those types of posts are what people need right now. And yeah. it's, it's a simple thing. You just retweet it or you just add a little emoji and just be like, Oh my God, this the celebrities are doing it and I, I base most of what I do off them. So. And, and, you know, like just to touch on that too, I think, uh, in terms of Instagram content that we want to be sharing, I think you should get together with your friends, you know, organize a song, whether it's let it be by the Beatles or something like that. And you each sing a different part and just to let people know, you know, you're thinking of them, I guess, you know, in a weird way, like you're, you're singing a song with friends. So everything's going to be all right. Yeah. I was actually, I mean, not to, maybe this is just a little preview, but I was thinking maybe the return on disruption boys could get together and, you know, sing something. And just, I think that would be something that your fans you know, if you got you guys and then your contributors, you know, your your get your usual guests, special guests, like maybe that would be something really special for fans as like a special episode or something. But, you know, just just an idea. I don't know. Yeah, no, I think that is a, a really, really great idea. Um, we do have something in the work. So, uh, I mean, we haven't reached out to you yet, but just know that uh, with your golden voice, you will be the shining star of this video uh that we hope to post so uh we're working on something to share on linkedin uh we mentioned it before but similar to the uh advent calendar we did uh, in december we will be doing something for quarantine where we're sharing quarantine content uh daily so this will be one of the big ones that we share for sure that's awesome and then i would actually just throw a bonus a, a number six or a bonus thing just because you brought it up but um, stay on, stay active on your LinkedIn. Yes. Be sure yes. to reach out to your network. Um, you know, people are craving social interaction right now. So, you know, I mean, I have 500 plus connections on LinkedIn and I've sent them all a personal, uh, uh, LinkedIn mail or whatever you call it in mail. Um, just saying hi, wanted to reach out, wanted to check in. How are you doing? What are you working on? Any interesting pro projects right now? 
So that's something that uh, is ongoing. But I would recommend that for everybody. Make sure you're reaching out to everybody on your on your LinkedIn network. Yeah, reach out to people on your LinkedIn network and uh, reach out to new people. Try and connect with some new folks too with the same exact message. Just wanted to check in, see how yeah. you're doing. Let them know to yeah. connect. Let them know to stay safe too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you you got it. Yeah, That's yeah. such a beautiful touch too. I, I really do respect anyone that does that. Just uh, stay safe out there. It's personal. It's That's very, how you know. It's very personal, and uh, no, I love that. It shows a great amount of respect. So it's fantastic. Well, that wraps up our our top five plus a bonus thing. Uh, if you're listening, target audience, take this to heart and implement this immediately because. You'll see massive, massive gains in your influence, that's for sure. So that's, uh, just to recap, uh, every day you're going to want to sit, catalog Gary V's posts, uh, elevator pitches, get in people's faces, hug a loved one, positive vibe slash uh, Instagram content, and then also just stay active on LinkedIn, reach out to everybody you know, and make sure that they're staying safe. Thank you. You summed it up beautifully. Thank you. Um, I think that about wraps it up. We're so happy we could check in with you, Duke. Thanks so much for being on the show. Um, If you have any last words for uh, our target audience right now, uh, you can go ahead and share them or if there's anything, any plugs, any events that you're going to or anything you're you're doing coming up, uh, let the world know what's going on. Yeah, um, my schedule has mostly been cleared. Most of my events are canceled, um, but I am hoping to. I'm hoping to start uh, doing some live streaming pretty soon. Um, so, I mean, I'm sure all our fans know where to find me. But uh, yeah, you know, I think um, watch out if you have any interest in some of the ideas that I mentioned on the show. The uh, the washing people uh, advertisements or any of that stuff, you know, please reach out. Um, I do prefer sort of in-person um, sort of, if you could not talk to me, but just pass me a note or something or find a way to sort of communicate with me without actually talking to me in person or online, that would be best. But uh, yeah, thank you guys for having me so much. Uh, always oh, a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Uh, we will connect with everyone offline. Uh, thanks for tuning in and, uh, oh, I honestly don't know how we're getting kicked out of our room right now. I've been in this briefing bunker 15 days straight, no contact. I I can't leave. I don't know what you want me to do. I'm not leaving. I'm not legally allowed. I'm going to turn this recording off. I have to deal with something at the door. But uh, love everyone so much, and we'll uh, we'll connect offline soon. Stay safe. Stay safe, everybody. (laughs) 